Welcome to the Harvard Business Review for April 2003. For this edition, there are four full-length feature articles and five executive summaries. First, a look at luxury items targeted for the middle class. Second, bring R&D into services to make them more efficient. Third, the 2003 HBR list of breakthrough ideas for tomorrow's business leaders. And fourth, how to overcome the fear of feedback. First, a new class of American consumers come into being and so has a category of products and services that cater to it. This new luxury category has created a sweet spot in the market, a place where prices and margins are high, and so are volumes. Michael Silverman and Neil Fisk explore this sweet spot in their article, Luxury for the Masses. America's middle market consumers are trading up to higher levels of quality and taste. The members of the 47 million households that constitute the middle market, those earning $50,000 and above in annual income, are probably educated and well-traveled as never before. And they have around $3.5 trillion of disposable income. As a result, they're willing to pay premiums of 20% to 200% for the kinds of well-designed, well-engineered, and well-crafted goods, often possessing the touches of traditional luxury goods, not before found in the mass middle market. More important, even when they address basic necessities, such goods evoke and engage consumers' emotions while feeding their aspirations for a better life. We call these new luxury goods. Unlike old luxury goods, they can generate high volumes despite their relatively high prices. Businesses offer a wide variety of new luxury products and services, including automobiles, home furnishings, appliances, consumer electronics, shoes, and other apparel food, health, personal and pet care, sports equipment, toys, and beer, wine, and spirits. Companies at the new luxury forefront are achieving levels of profitability and growth beyond the reach of their conventional competitors. Consider, for example, Panera Bread, a bakery cafe chain that offers freshly made sandwiches with seasonal ingredients. Panera customers line up to spend around $6 for a chicken panini and share a meal with friends and colleagues in pleasant, comfortable surroundings. For the first three quarters of 2002, Panera's sales were 41% higher than they were for the same period in 2001. By contrast, sales at Burger King, where consumers pay about $3 for a chicken sandwich and sit on hard plastic chairs, were flat. At $750 million, Panera's projected U.S. sales for 2002 are only a fraction of Burger King's $8.5 billion in U.S. sales that year, yet its market capitalization is now about two-thirds of the $1.5 billion that Burger King was sold for that year. Companies have